Hello and welcome to another episode of the Collapsing Game Shelf Podcast, a podcast by a group of, uh, suburban planners? With way too many board games. Gotta sound, that just sounds so much like the, the other, the other suburban building game we played. Oh, <laughs> uh, well, it's a theme now. Yeah, yeah, well, I, I had a hankering, so, uh, with way too many board games. Uh, I'm Tom and I'm joined by... Justin. Adam. And Debbie. And today we are talking about Suburbia by Ted Alsbach. Uh Suburbia is a, uh, a, a city building game where you build cities with hexes and you're building, trying to, trying to build the, the most successful neighborhood you can. And one way to do that is by turning into a cesspool of landfills and slaughterhouses. Uh, so I'm going to go ahead and read the back of the box here. Uh, it says, The game. Plan, build, and develop your small boroughs into a major metropolis. Use hex-shaped building tiles to add residential, commercial, civic, and industrial areas, as well as special points of interest that provide benefits and take advantage of the resource of nearby boroughs. The Mechanics Suburbia is a tile-laying game in which each player tries to build up an economic engine and infrastructure that will be initially self-sufficient and eventually become both profitable and encourage population growth. As your town grows, you'll modify both your income and your reputation. As your income increases, you'll have more cash on hand to purchase better and more valuable buildings such as an international airport or a high-rise office building. As your reputation increases, you'll gain more and more population, and the winner at the end of the game is the player with the largest population. The goal! Your goal is to have your borough thrive and end up with a greater population than any of your opponents. This is accomplished by steadily increasing your borough's income and reputation throughout the game. I put a lot of info on here. That's, that's good. You know what you're getting into. <laughs> it's true. That's true. Yeah. Uh, this game is uh, one to four, uh, 90 minutes. What? Whew. This game is for one to four people, 90 minutes, and it's recommended for eight and up because you got to learn how to read to be able to play this game. Just uh, just quickly up top, if you've ever played the Castles of Mad King Ludwig, it's like that, but with hexes instead of crazy shit. Um, the game play is very similar in that uh, your turn consists of choosing from a, like this set of tiles that are sitting out uh, in a in a communal area on your turn you get to pick one of these tiles from this communal area and you you pay the cost and then you like slap it down in your town and you get to basically add up the bonuses that it provides you as well as all the all the other tiles in your borough each of these tiles will either increase your income increase your population or increase your reputation um, increasing your income is good because you'd get more money for buying tiles because each tile has a cost as well as depending on how far to the left of this little track that these communal tiles are sitting, they may cost more or less um, depending on what's going on. Uh, so so money is good because you need to buy stuff. Um, your reputation gives you people, so a population increase every round, which is good because people are the victory condition. Um, and there are, other, there are other tiles or there are other conditions that let you get things like just one-time population bonuses and stuff like that. Because there's so many tiles in this game i can't possibly go over all of them but like in general they're going to have abilities on them like you know you get to increase your reputation by one but it loses you up uh an income uh so you you're you're making less money every turn but you're getting more people and these tiles 
are in four different flavors. You've got the green um, residential areas, which are usually centered around getting you more people, and they're typically less expensive. You've got blue ones, which are your commercial buildings, which sort of synergize with your other commercial buildings in general, and they usually get you more, more income. Um, there's the yellow buildings, which are your industrial. They also usually get you more income. Um, or they, they, like the industrial ones typically get you more income than, than the other ones because they're, they're also not super fun to be around. So a lot of the yellow tiles will have negatives to reputation, but positives and like huge bonuses to your income. The, the blue tiles are more scattershot. Like some of them are built around just getting more money and some of them are, those ones are kind of all over the place. And the, uh, the gray buildings are, kind of like your civic buildings and they're also sort of another grab bag um as an example of these your uh your your three starting tiles that you get lined up uh sort of vertically on your board as part of the setup you've got the suburbs which costs you three and gets you just like two people so you just you just bump up your population by two the community park costs four loses you an income but you get plus one reputation for each adjacent yellow green or blue tile and so if you put more stuff that that match that around this tile it'll make your your reputation go up because people want to be around the community parks and then there's the heavy factory which gives you plus one to your income cost three and loses you a reputation for every residential and commercial building that is next to it because nobody wants to live next to a uh, factory with spewing smokestacks everywhere um, what yeah it's, it's baffling these three tiles are also available for purchase in a in the communal area and there's more more of them to go around but they're sort of your like your basic tiles they're not much fun you want to go for the crazy shit like building an airport also on your turn you can opt to turn any tile that you decide to buy into a lake and by putting down a lake you will get two dollars for every tile that is adjacent to aside from other lakes and this is a good way to just like get money um, lakes don't cost you anything to buy so when you're really strapped for cash you can always buy a lake and then there's also this idea of being able to invest so if you want to invest in one of your properties you can take one of your three times two tiles and slap it on there uh, you know sort of forfeiting your turn with the tile um, and it will double any bonuses and and things that it has on it which can be very good if you have set yourself up with something that gets you you know like plus two reputation or something for every adjacent tile or something that would be that would be a way to double up the amount of reputation that you have just without having to buy any additional tiles so once you place your tile down, you sort of adjust your income, then you get a bunch of money, you adjust your reputation, and then you move your population tracker up the number of reputation that you have. So if you have three reputation, you would get three points, basically. Every turn, you're going to keep accumulating anything that you have on your reputation. So it is important to try to manage that, to try to get yourself a, uh, you know, a, a higher and higher score in that respect. Um, at the beginning of the game, everyone's also going to be getting a secret goal, which is usually like have the most investments or highest income or something like that, or least number of houses or some shit, as well as there's going to be four public objectives, which everyone can score at the end of the game. And these can help you swing wildly wildly in your score at the end of the game. And so these things are all the sorts of stuff that you have to watch out for. Um, but the gameplay, again, is pretty simple. You pick a tile that you want to buy, or if you want to invest or buy one of the communal tiles or make a lake or something, you can do that. Uh, you pay the money, you put the tile down, you 
figure out your bonuses and move your dude around. Sorry, your population marker up. And uh, and yeah, the only other thing that is a bit complicated with this is that there are on the victory point tracker, on the population tracker, there are these little red uh, lines and they indicate basically infrastructure costs because everybody loves infrastructure costs. Um, basically showing that like the more your little burrow starts to sprawl out, the more expensive it gets. And these will actually knock your income and reputation tracks back by one every time you pass one. So things will get more and more expensive to get higher and higher up the track as you go. Uh, If you look at the board online or something, like the Victory Point board, they start getting like two spaces away from each other when you get up to the higher parts of the track. So um, these things can start to pile up quickly and make you completely bankrupt and alone. Um, Yeah, I think that's, you know, more or less it. Uh, There are some, you know, there are some pretty bonkers combos that you can come up with in this game. Um, You know, there are things like the municipal airport, which gets you like plus one income for every other airport you have. And so you got to sort of keep an eye on other people and what they're doing to try to make sure that they're not going to like like run away with the game by buying all of the airports or picking up all the restaurants or whatever. Um, but the game itself is uh, pretty straightforward, like in that respect. That that was one of my things about the game is it some of the word usage doesn't seem consistent because mm-hmm. it's like all every yours four two it's just sometimes it's just nothing or it's just adjacent. But it it, it always seems like there needs to be a little more consistency in some of the word usage oh yeah yeah like there was i think and this is probably an indictment on this game a little bit in that in the first i don't know 15 minutes of us playing i looked at the faq like four times because (laughs) i bought like a fancy restaurant and it says like you get three income and i was like oh man this is great but you lose an income for all in caps basically all other restaurants that are built after this one and so it's it's a bit confusing because like does that mean just mine or does that everybody's i had to look that up apparently it means everybody's but there are also yeah. tiles that say for every and those ones i think are just your stuff but it's not super clear so yeah yeah that's pretty unfortunate yeah. uh and i've played this game a few times and the fact that i had to like look this up is not amazing for sure <laughs> yeah i know and, and i mean because mostly i've only ever played it on my phone before so it is good in that it does all that for you but uh that's kind of where like i, I started because i just played a few rounds before we did this just to like check like if i was going insane or not and it's the same on there where it even there the text isn't 100 percent clear but it does all the rules and the math so it, it does seem like every and all are the same sometimes oh, sometimes <laughs> so- <laughs> cool wait sometimes sometimes <laughs> yeah luckily for me no other restaurants popped up, so you know I was I was in the clear. Or one other restaurant, I had both fancy restaurants just hanging out next to each other, so it wasn't that much of a concern. <laughs> hanging out next to the slaughterhouse. Yeah, it was farm uh, to table. Yeah, farm to table. That's what I called it. Yeah, got to get supplied somewhere. Yeah, you know, you order your fancy steak, and you see you look out the window, and you see the cow being led into a little shed, and then boom, your steak appears twenty minutes later. Yeah, fresh. Just don't think about it too much. <laughs> <laughs> 
you know, the the problems with the wording aside, I always I have a soft spot for this game and I'm not entirely sure why. Um I mean the the system itself is really solid or, you know, it wouldn't be in place in two different games with almost like no variation. Like the Castles of Mad King Ludwig is basically the same uh tile drafting buying system. Well it's it's different. This is more of a Dutch auction, whereas the other one is a controlled auction. Huh? What? In a Dutch auction, it's just it's a sliding scale, and whoever you know bids first wins the auction, and then everything slides down in price. Whereas the other one is a set auction, like the the auctioneer controls where to set the tiles. So there's a little more strategy in the mm, tile right. placement and the auction castles, whereas this is more of a economic building game where you're kind of maybe, you know, doing a little bit of like hate drafting if you need to. Uh, but you're primarily trying to find the best deal for yourself. I mean, a lot of the similarities are probably because they're by the same designer. Mm-hmm. Yes. Uh, two years two years different. Uh, Castles was the sort of successor in 2014 to this is 2014 in release. See, Castles is so much more... Um how do you call that? I want to say enjoyable. <laughs> it has more character. Uh, no, I, I'm going to agree with you on that one. It's one of those things where it's like, I can see how uh, suburbia causes you to think more. And it's uh, it's it's more of the like challenge. It's more, yes, it's more of a challenging game as opposed to Mad King Ludwig is very, um, you can pretty much put anything you want almost anywhere and you're spending more time kind of chuckling and laughing at the absurd like locations and names of the rooms than you really are doing kind of much of anything else. Um, it It's a lot more, I think, seat of your pants kind of style game. With Mad King Ludwig, you can just sort of do whatever you want and you can laugh at the fact that your bowling alley goes into a dungeon and you're just like, hey, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> this this one you have to yeah. sort of you're trying to build a good neighborhood and sort of incidentally making a hellscape and that's pretty funny well it's more this one's definitely more of an economic engine building game because if you don't build your economy right you'll hit the sort of you know uh, catch to leader mechanic with the minus one as your population goes up and you can just bankrupt yourself if you're not careful no i mean i didn't bankrupt myself but man did i ever get uh close <laughs> well i just got caught i got caught in that that whole um infrastructure thing and i was like oh i have zero income and just you know can't buy things and or can't definitely can't buy the things i want to buy that's for sure mm-hmm. all in on lakes now yeah yeah water waterfront property everywhere because that's all we got is water and a, a few properties. <laughs> City planning just does not seem like your bag, man. It's not. Nope. Nope. <laughs> not, nope. You know, I just ended up with no, I had no income. I hadn't, I had nothing in my city that was providing me with income. Uh, lots of people, you know, people were there, but there was no. Houses everywhere. Yeah. Oh yeah, no exactly. There's no economy. You had like a weird number of hostels, like just, just a bunch of places for people to couch surf. And it was very strange. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, exactly. I also like some of the weird synergies where it's like hostels would reduce the income of neighboring um, commercial districts. It's just like, are they just, what, what, why? Does the designer just hate hostels? 
not in my backyard. That's what uh, that's what I think a lot of these are built off of. It, right. Yeah. Nobody wants a freeway next to them. Nobody wants a warehouse. Nobody wants a land factory. All these things are very important to a functioning society, but no one wants them in their backyard. <laughs> That's why you got to stick a lake between them and fire it off on the other side of your burrow. Yep. Lakes solve all problems. Just separated entirely by this wall of water. And then you just hate being next to the bridge. It's just, <laughs> it's a lose-lose. Never happy, Ben. Never happy. That's exactly it. Just people are never satisfied. That's why just, just stick stuff wherever you need to. I mean, it, it's a lot like how I play city skylines and everyone just hates my cities. They all leave pretty quick. The, the traffic is just amazing. Oh, yeah. Yeah, the traffic. Oh, man, just roundabouts everywhere. Oh, man, it's great. Yeah, right? And keep that stuff flowing, you know? I definitely echo um, kind of Debbie's uh, thoughts here. Is like, it does, you know, Ad King Ludwig does just kind of seem like a... I don't want to say that it's a better game, but it just it's a it's definitely a, a different experience where it's it's a lot lighter of an experience. Um this one this one like I don't know, you like I don't even know how to explain it. That's the weird thing, is like it just you it feels like you're so much more in it, right? And it's like, oh man, I gotta I gotta make sure that I actually build this city with some sort of something, right? Like some sort of thought process. Whereas in Castles of Mad King Ludwig, it's like, man, I'm I'm going to find a way to put the bowling alley beside the bedroom, you know, just just for spite, just for doing it. You're just disguising all the yeah. thumps then. Exactly. It's hard to review one without thinking about the other because they are very similar games. And yeah, I feel like this one, because it's more of that economic engine building, if you mess up early uh hello your game is basically over like you're not gonna win uh whereas with castles you always have a chance to come back like there's always other options that you can kind of you know divert your little economy towards um without you know throwing yourself into complete bankruptcy i don't know i like for me i i feel like when you're playing mad king ludwig you don't know that you're losing i mean well there's also that yeah there's right, a lot like it's, more it's all end of game scoring. It's you don't have to like the the part that I really struggled with with this game was every time I laid a tile down, I had to look like you have to look at all your other tiles to see what affects that that you just laid down. There's a lot of kind of those gray rules where you're not like you guys said, you know, like we're weren't really sure what you should or shouldn't do. Um, and I feel like it's if you miss one of those tiles, you miss one of your hexes, you're 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 pretty much like giving yourself a loss at the game, right? Because you just it's too to me, it's just too easy to miss something. Um, and it's like there's we play a lot of games where you have to pay attention to a lot of things and there's a lot of things going on. And this one, it's just weird because this one's like, it's the same idea. Like there's a lot of stuff going on, but the lot of stuff that's going on is so tiny and it's so right in front of your face that somehow it's become easier to miss it. And I don't know how to explain that. Like it's such an odd thing. Whereas like for me, when I'm playing Mad King Ludwig, I'm playing the game, having fun, and then I deal with kind of, you know, if I win afterwards. Mm -hmm. And this one's very much like you have to be paying attention to exactly what's going on at all times. And I feel like it's really odd that I don't like this game. 
more. Hmm. Um, yeah. It's just that fiddly piece. Like that, I don't know. Like, I just, I'm not good at that piece. Yeah, you're definitely right that, like, it doesn't do a good, it doesn't have a good way of you being able to track all the crap that you have to keep in your mind. Like, this game probably works a lot better with an app, like, so that you don't miss these things you don't have to worry about that sort of thing because of the the fact that like there you've got this ongoing thing where you've got the reputation and that happens every turn you got your income that happens every turn sometimes there's population bonuses that pop out every time you lay down a tile and they may be tiles from other players like who knows and it's like it's a lot to try to keep track of and and yeah it's i think I think maybe the struggle there is that it's just there's too many things going on and yeah it's it's probably way cleaner than Mad King Ludwig because you're right you just you figure it all out at the end and and whatever but like yeah I, I definitely think that you're you're right about that there's just there's almost too much going on and there's no good way of trying to track it at least not in the box I mean maybe somebody some genius has figured out some way to make it a little bit easier to figure that sort of thing out but <laughs> some spreadsheets oh yeah ooh <laughs> some some kind of third party something break out well, the excel oh baby oh god but like <laughs> oh, that's, what the, that's what the city builder in me is really hankered for now yeah. is another excel spreadsheet oh baby Ooh, yeah get some pivot tables yeah excel is not if i have to pull out excel, excel while playing board game <laughs> i don't know <laughs> i don't know man that's how you know you're getting serious serious game yeah <laughs> it's just it's so tough right like it's just it's such a it's such a hard thing because so okay so which of the two came out first suburbia, suburbia did yeah. right suburbia yes. came out yeah and that to me almost makes almost makes sense do you know what i mean mm-hmm. um I'm, it kind of doesn't surprise me yeah because i think ludwig yeah. is the re- refined the more refined yeah. crazy version of the mechanics that are in suburbia right like yeah you figured out he figured out the way to make it so that you're not just leaving up the leaving the cost of the tiles up to chance like you let somebody figure out how much they're worth and then you're figuring it out figuring out everything at the end rather than having everyone sort of do mental spreadsheets um and it's just you know more fun in a lot of ways because it's so crazy and weird in a lot of cases whereas i mean there's nothing inherently funny about a pr firm next to a waterfront realty <laughs> no <laughs> Though I have to admit, Adam got quite an amusement out of the postal service having to shuttle across the lake. Oh, yes. That's, you know, <laughs> I mean, yeah, that was, load, that was load the boats. Yeah. yeah, it was, yes. Hey, nothing's more exciting than consistent math. Yeah, there's this, there's one thing I do, like, this game is so weird for me because you're right, you're absolutely right, but I do have a soft spot for it because I don't know what is wrong with me, but I do get a kick out of looking at my city and being like, this place is a total nightmare, and I love it. <laughs> oh, for like, sure. Like, there's just a line of warehouses or just a line of landfills, and then you've got the old folks' home, because that's what got you the most points. And it's like, this place is a terrible place to live, but this is making me so much money, you guys. For some reason, it just, it tickles me. And I don't, maybe I'm just a psychopath, I don't know, but it's, I just think it's hilarious. <laughs> uh, it's not a requirement, no, but I it helps. I think it makes sense. <laughs> I mean, there is there is something to be said for kind of the the interesting 
uh, thought process that goes into how you how you construct um, a city. And it, I mean, it's it's there. It definitely creates a thought process. It just becomes a question of, I mean, is that thought process amusing enough to carry the game for an extended period of time? The answer for me is yes, but like I don't think I would play this game super often. Although I think I do have like the five player expansion, five to six player expansion somewhere around here. But I mean, I, I it's when you when you want your buddies to come over and do math, <laughs> math together is fun. I got together. a I got an extra Excel spreadsheet here for you. Pull up the table exactly. I don't know. Part of me gets it. Part of me gets why this game is amusing. I mean, I have it on my phone as well. I'm I'm actually really glad now that we figured it out because uh, when we were talking, uh, when we were playing the game, I had mentioned that I, you know, a friend of ours had brought it up and said, you know, hey, Suburbia's, you know, you can get it on mobile for, I don't know, it was something really stupidly cheap. Mm-hmm. And so I think a whole bunch of us got it all at the same time. Because of the fact, actually, I think it might have been free for that matter. I don't know. Nonetheless, we all, like a bunch of us got it. I got it and I was like, I'm going to figure this out because I like Quadropolis. And I was thinking Quadropolis is probably fairly similar. And so Adam and I were traveling somewhere. I don't know. Sure, it had something to do with baseball. (laughs) Shocking. Uh we're traveling somewhere. I pull it up on my phone and I'm like, okay, we're going to figure this out. And I remember handing my phone to Adam and Adam looking at me like I was out of my bloody mind. He looks at me and he's like, you want me to look at this on an airplane? I was like, yeah. And he's like, uh, no. <laughs> Hands it back to me. And he's like, it's just, I don't know. It's one of those things where it's like, you got these tiny little itty bitty squares and you're trying to like, or well, they're not squares, hexes where you're, you know, like you're trying to figure and trying to understand what was going on with the game in the app. I think I played it myself for probably a good 45 minutes and could not figure it out. (laughs) Just couldn't do it. Yeah. I sat there and I was just like, and I got to the point where I was like, I'm just going to drag and drop a bunch of garbage and see what happens. (laughs) As Adam's like, I don't know, probably half asleep on the airplane or something. I'm trying to figure out suburbia. So I'm I'm like I'm glad we played it and I'm glad I have it on my phone because it definitely is something that it definitely tweaks that uh that desire to just kind of have to think about something. Do you know what I mean? Like to get that little challenge out. Um there's it's something like while I'm at work, I very commonly and this is super geeky of me and I cannot believe I'm going to admit this. Uh, I very often when I'm working have free cell on my computer. Um, and that's because I sometimes if, if I'm, if I'm really scattered about something and I'm struggling, I need to just go and like challenge myself to something and like be very like linear thinking. And then that kind of helps smooth me out. I don't know. It's probably an ADD thing for all I know, but uh, it really does help me and it really focuses me. And I feel like this is probably one of those games that would also do that for me. Um, it just might not be, you know, short enough for me to <laughs> play while I'm working. Yeah, it's not a five uh, minute thing, right? Exactly. But I feel like this does that, right? Like I, I, like, I don't know if you guys get what I'm trying to get across. Like it definitely makes you think in a different way because you have to think about all the different variables. And I think that that plays into probably people that like Excel because I like Excel. 
<laughs> I mean, again, you've got to be the only embarrassing person who's moment. ever gone on record as liking Excel. I know it's weird, but I like, I don't know. It's this, it's, it's the puzzle of it that I really like. And so I have a feeling that this is that kind of game where it's like, I would play it on my own, like against AI and be happy with it, but not the kind of game that I want to sit at a table and play with my friends. Mm-hmm. Actually, kind of, yeah, I, I almost prefer it playing it on my phone and in person (laughs) well i mean in person you have me yelling at you to make up your fucking mind every 10 minutes you know and (laughs) actually that's a thing if if you have somebody that has the old analysis paralysis problem uh this probably isn't such a good game (laughs) Mm. oh man like i walked away for a good solid eight minutes and it was still your turn that's possible yeah i think a lot of it is sometimes like i've played this game in 20 minutes on the phone uh and sometimes it takes longer a lot of it is just sometimes no tiles are there that fit your strategy and you know but it, don't so it you takes look at the tiles before it gets to your turn or no but i mean like i might but i might pick out two or three tiles and then they're all got gone by the time they get to me so then oh. i need to readjust my strategy based on what's there so yeah not always no Oh, God. I I always try to keep track of, okay, I want this one, this one, or this one, and then they all disappear, and I'm left with, like, a whole bunch of the uh, landfill trailer parks and landfills, and I'm like, I don't want these. (laughs) Yeah, nobody wants Where the hell is the best place to put a lake, I guess? Where it's like, oh, do I go with, like, uh, the the city park? And it's like, eh. You know, and, and maybe that's it, because, like... A game like this, like it, it kind of demands a lot of you. Like it, it just kind of demands this like next level of attention and this next level of, of strategic thinking and stuff like that. And it's, it's like, like uh, there's definitely a, a place for that. Um, but you know, that not, not everyone who sits down to play a board game is like, man, I, I really can't wait to grind this out, you know? <laughs> <laughs> Which is odd for you to say because you're usually one of those people. Well, isn't it though? Right, right. No, I, I totally, I completely agree with you here. Um, it's just, I, I like, and me, maybe part of it is like, um, maybe part of it comes down to like the theme tie, kind of tied in there, just because it's like it's it's city planning. I, I mean, it's, yeah, it's city, it's city planning is, is is not really known for being the most exciting thing in the world, or this is why you know. This is this is why people have made a career out of this um because you know not everybody just wants to do it um or as maybe at least it's talking from my own perspective like uh Castles of Mad King Ludwig it's you know a medieval it's a medieval thing so that, I mean there's a little bit of that in there and it's got again it's got those kooky aspects to it um of It's like potty humor like well it's on, it's like, just weird yeah, humor yeah, right just, like yeah I put the larder next to the bathroom, like, you know, 16 miles away from the kitchen, you know, you know, like just, just weird stuff like that. Right. Like it's, it's, it's just different. I don't know. It just, it just hits different. That's yeah. It's got a little more humor and a little more, you know, kooky. You get to tell a little weird story at the end. uh, That's a little more memorable than your, although can still be rather amusing city in suburbia. It just has a little bit more of a uh, something. Yeah. 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 It's just a little lighter. I don't know. Like, I, again, this just, like, I think this is just kind of like, it's the, the, 
the mechanics are are there like it's i'm not saying this is a bad game because it's it's definitely not a bad game um but it just it just there's there's like a there's a piece missing there is something missing that really takes this from good to great yeah and i don't know what that is off the top of my head for me it's the the central mechanic in the drafting because in this one, it's it's with the sliding scale, you can kind of see what's coming and you can sort of plan ahead. But because three people are going to draft if you're playing a four person game, you know, before it gets back to you, everything you plan for and everything you might have been looking to get might be gone. Mm-hmm. Whereas I find with castles, because you all sort of draft from the same pool every time, like you lay right. out five tiles, everybody drafts, it's not constantly refilling, you can kind of and because whoever is setting the auction can kind of study the board state and you know adjust accordingly there it feels like less it it feels less annoying when the tile you want gets drafted because there's always another option that you can kind of fill into that little spot somewhere else on your castle and build up on it later um so and you know that if anyone got that tile you really wanted they probably paid through the nose for it so you absolutely know, you, don't, you don't feel as like bad i guess you know you, you feel like ah you know sure i missed it but i you know i couldn't afford that anyway i'll, I'll get this one and you know maybe i can do this so it always feels like you can kind of plan around things whereas with suburbia was just the the sliding auction there if everything you wanted gets drafted or by the time the thing that you needed got cheap you know obviously someone else bought it so you just kind of feel shafted for being where you're sitting um yeah, yeah, it's just I don't know that for that whatever reason that that just the sliding that drafting mechanic it can be very hit and miss for me. Yeah, I don't know that for me didn't bother me. Well, you you also you won, so yeah, but I don't know how <laughs> I won. Like, let's be. Well, you had the most people, here. and I you did have I, the most people. I spent my entire game trying to ruin Justin's day, so he probably hates this game <laughs> on account of me. Well, I mean, to be I, honest, I still enjoyed myself. To be honest, damn it. I'd say I like in another like I don't really care if I win or lose. It's just what happens to get to the end of the game. And if so, if I'm constantly feeling frustrated, I'm going to hate the game. It doesn't matter if I win after constantly feeling frustrated or lose after it. Mm-hmm. See, and I honestly, the only reason why I won, and I mean, and I didn't realize that this was going to happen, but I was seriously, <laughs> it was the last turn. I looked in my little hidden compartment thing to see what my like my uh hidden goal was and it was have the least number of two times and i'm like okay so thomas has some justin has some adam does not have any i need to encourage adam to get some so you socially engineered him to use his times two so i was just like yeah i was like hey and he's like i don't know what to do and i'm like well put a times two down like it makes sense had i not had that in my in my hat i probably would have done it myself but mm-hmm. I was like, hey, it seems like it's going to help him out. It's going to probably get him a few points. He doesn't really have to think about it too much. And it's going to help me out. And then we go to score and Adam pulls out his st- his stupid hidden goal. And by him listening to me, he didn't get his own goal. <laughs> like, <laughs> Well, and, and, you know, for, as part of it, like at that point, I mean, I'm I'm sitting here and you're trying to think about so many different things and you're like, how can I, how can I try and balance this stuff? Um, 
and then you're just like, hey, we'll just do this. And and then it just makes sense at the time because you're like, oh, yeah, of course that, you know, that that solves this this current issue that I have of of just having no anything. And then and then you realize after the fact, you're like, wait, by doing this, I've completely oh, um, no. <laughs> yeah, I've completely like screwed up my goal because I, you know, was trying I by solving one problem, I created another problem is, is what ended up happening. Yeah. And I felt really bad. Like for the record, I realized that nobody's going to believe me, but I felt really You're bad. right. <laughs> <laughs> because that is the only re- <laughs> this is the only reason I won. Uh is <laughs> is because of that and I feel really bad about it. You're on record but as it's the, also pretty uh, funny. Wife who like engineered her husband to losing the game <laughs> just to win. I- <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I didn't actually think that it was going to hurt him. Is what it comes down to. Well, I mean, you couldn't you couldn't have known what his secret goal was. So. No, I didn't. no oh, man no. Nonetheless, I felt bad. <laughs> That's what it comes down to. Nobody needs to believe me. It's okay. <laughs> well, now that I know that Justin was frustrated all game, I feel bad for constantly stealing his airports to turn them into. Oh lakes. no, not 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 all game. I'm just I mean in general. I was saying that if a game, if I'm constantly feeling frustrated in any game, I'm not going to enjoy it, no matter if I win or lose. Uh, this game, I was only mildly frustrated when you stole my airport. <laughs> Uh, Only mildly. Mildly. Yeah. I mean, I was slightly miffed. That was your airport, man. It's always hilarious watching this expensive building that you know the person next is going to want. Yep. Just bulldozing it and turn into a lake. I did that like in the first round. I did that to like the mint or something like that. And I just remember hearing Justin, uh, did you just turn a bank into a lake? <laughs> yes, I did. <laughs> I wanted that mint. Yeah. Um, so my review is on a scale of well, it's not a scale it's a I'm going to whether I'm going to keep it or not keep it. Um I feel it's a binary like binary scale. Yeah, it's like well it's, it's, it's yeah, well it's, I mean Could you put it on an Excel spreadsheet your your scale? That would be a huge waste of a Excel spreadsheet. There's big sheet with two cells. <laughs> yep. Anyway, um thanks guys. Mm-hmm. Uh Yeah, so whether I'm going to keep it or throw it away kind of thing, um, I like this game enough that I think it's going to remain around. Uh, That being said, like, I can't really think of any time that I would play this over just, like, pulling out Castles of Mad King Ludwig, um, which we've mentioned, like, a billion times. We've reviewed that, right? Yeah. not talking about this in a vacuum. No, we're talking about it in a vacuum, I think. I don't think we've... Yeah, I don't think we've ever... We haven't haven't done a proper review on castles. Oh, okay. I mean, you get... This is it, I guess. Uh, <laughs> yeah, because I, I just realized we've been talking about all the mechanics. If you like the sounds of suburbia, to. maybe go check out Castles of Mad King Ludwig because it's you know a lot better in a lot of ways. Um, just a, it's a yeah, it's a similar game, just with yeah. a little more polish. This game is going to stick around because I do, I do get some joy out of the uh, out of the nonsense that you get to create, and like the puzzle is a little bit uh, deeper in a way. Like having to keep track of all that stuff, I I, I enjoy it. Um, and it's uh, you know it's different enough that I'm it's it. I think it 
keeps a space on the shelf. It's uh, But again, like I don't know that I would play this over playing Castles of Mad King Ludwig, other than for some reason I had a feeling like I wanted to play more city building games. Um, and and yeah, it's 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 a weird one because you're right. Uh, everything that we've talked about is spot on. Like it's a little bit more boring. It's a little bit harder to figure out. It's a little bit you know more stuff to keep track of. And honestly, I'm not super impressed with how many times I had to check out the FAQ. Uh, but like. The mechanics are really solid, and it is pretty fun to build a city uh, that is just, you know, ends up incidentally being a horror show. Um, and those are kind of the things that are keeping it around. Um, for whatever reason, for me, like, just the idea of building this, like, really weird neighborhood sort of entices me every once in a while. I think, yeah, we should maybe play some suburbia. Because, like, at its heart, it's not that complicated, but there's a lot going on, so it is. And so it's, yeah, it's a, it's an odd duck. But for me, it's... Uh, I think it's worth giving a try and you know if you do play it on tabletop simulator and you're like oh this is really good but I think it's you know those guys are right it was really finicky like go check out Castles of Mad King Ludwig because it's like it's this but more polished more refined and like there's more fun to be had in that game um without you know having to build an old folks home next to six landfills or some shit uh so that's pretty much where I'm at um Justin hi uh I'm I'm trying to stay on the same uh keeper toss uh scale uh, for me it's not something that i i don't own it and it's probably not something well i mean i, I guess i own it digitally like via the app uh, but otherwise it's not something that i would ever probably pick up um a physical copy of and that's primarily because i own castles of mad king ludwig and i have a massive soft spot for that i like designing that weird castles and it because i mean it's the same designer and they are very similar mechanically so it, it, because it doesn't exist in a vacuum i i would suggest picking up castles of mad king ludwig over this um the only thing that this one maybe has more in its favor is if you like that more sort of strategic economy building game sort of building up for that that long term long term sort of game play um and less the wacky seat of your pants that is uh, uh castles then you might want this over it but for me i just find it you know it's fun i i enjoyed playing it on the app but uh, i just i don't know i just like castles better this one's just a little more dry a little less funny um and so, yeah, that's that's all I got, uh, Debbie. Um, for me, I'm on uh, a five point scale. Uh, this one, I this one's I'm middle of the road on this one. This is a three out of five for me, which is meh. Um, it just happens to be the kind of game that I. This is like this is the kind of game that feeds into my like completely introverted nerdy self where I just want to sit and like think and calm my brain down <laughs> by challenging it. It's very strange. Um but th- but that's what this game does for me, right? And so I don't know that I'd say that it's like a tire fire cuz it's not but it's not it's not a social game. It's not a game that I would play you know, with people, if I'm trying to have fun, I like. <laughs> no, no, yeah, I think you're you're right there because I mean, even I found I was just kind of going into like you know going into my mind palace and just looking at all the variables, and then I my head would only pop up to respond if someone was like Justin, 
Yeah, it's just, I don't know. So it's like, it's not bad. It's just not, like, if you and your friends want to have a sit down and not talk and, you know, do some math equations in your head, mm. and that's enjoyable, then absolutely, like, I, you're you're going to get a kick out of the puzzle that this game creates. But I just don't think that it is a board game. Like, I just, uh, it just, I mean, it is a board game. I mean, game. it is. I know. I don't know what, but it's not, I know, I don't know how to it, explain it, it. It's not a social experience, would you? Is that what yeah. you're trying to try to say? I mean, yeah. Like, I feel like this is the kind of game where, you know, like, you should sit on either sides of a computer and not know the other person. And yeah. It, it just sort of as a complete aside, it, it is interesting. Like this, this designer, like his before this, his main game was Steam World. And I think it was all about trade trains, steam trains and trade. Then he went into this. Then he went and did Castles of Mad King Ludwig. And then his most recent thing was One Night Werewolf. So it's like he went from the complete introverted math equations to the full social game. Weird. weird. Yeah, that's super strange. Just really, just really needed a diversion. It's like, man, I've been playing so much suburbia, and maybe just had to get out of a system. Like, <laughs> <laughs> nonetheless, sorry, I'm a three out of five. It's a meh for me. Uh, Adam, what about you? Um, so I'm on a ten point scale. Uh, this game. You know, like I, I'm really going to kind of echo a lot of what um, what everyone else has been saying. Like this is a, this this game is is fine. I think the app is probably good. Um, maybe if you if you think you're interested in this game, go pick up the app first. I think the apps. You know, I mean, I'm not going to look at it in the app store right now, but I would say it's probably in under ten dollars, right? It's, you know, if you catch it on sale, maybe it's around five. Like, give that a spin, right? If you if you think that's good, uh, if you do like this, if you like the sounds of this game, if you're like, man, I, I think this might be something for me, um, go ch- like watch a video or something on it. Go on YouTube, uh, check out, maybe try and watch some gameplay, see if if it excites you. Um, and alternatively, of course, check out Castles of Mad King Ludwig. Um, watch a video on that, or look for an app or whatever, um, because. Like it's I, I, I do agree that the uh, castles is the same game with more polish, a little a little smoother, a little a little nicer around the edges. Um, and, and you're kind of doing the same thing. And again, I don't know what it is, but it's it just it feels more social. It feels more. It just it just feels more more everything than than what this one than what this one is. Although I I will say like um as a solo experience I could definitely see this as being um pretty pretty sweet. Like if if that's something that you really just want to get into, if you really just want to sit there and and crunch numbers and try and solve a puzzle or something like that. I mean maybe maybe as a solo experience again I I would do it on an app because um there's only so much math i really care to do <laughs> that uh that that would probably be be where i would take it but yeah give her a spin uh six out of ten is the number i realized i didn't put that on there six out of ten all yeah, right good game yeah mad king ludwig just does it better mm-hmm. i think yeah my thoughts we're all agreed on that do love me some mad king ludwig i guess we don't really need to do an episode on that well <laughs> yeah, we could yeah, this is a combined one three iterations of mad king ludwig though that's I'm actually true. kind of curious to really like compare the three in all honesty. OG best one. Uh, I, yeah, I, I agree. Would, 
I think so, but I'm really actually curious to like line them up and be like, this is what the differences are. I'm really curious to know why they made the differences that they or the changes that they did. Yeah, no, that'd be a good, that'd be a fun little series to do. Maybe you could do like a, do like a visual comparison and everything. Ooh, could really get into it. Thank you so much for listening. I hope you enjoyed this episode. Uh, if you want to get a hold of uh, me, a uh, me, if you want to get a hold of me, uh, you can find me on Twitter at Team Rage Tom. And uh, maybe I'll just let, Maybe instead of repeating myself, I'll just let Debbie do do everything. I've never thought of that. No. I can do No. I can just let you do it all. No. Oh, okay, fine. I like using your intro. Oh, okay. Okay. I, n- <laughs> I never I never asked you about it, so I wasn't sure if like nope. I was stepping on your toes somewhere along the way. No. Nope. Uh, if you want to okay. get a hold of uh, anyone at the podcast for any reason, you can either use email, uh, collapsinggameshelf at gmail.com, or you can find us on Twitter at CGS Podcast. Uh, I don't think I have anything else interesting to talk about, so uh, Justin. Hi. Uh, if you want to get a hold of me and tell me about your most exciting and famous city planning adventures, uh, you can find me on Twitter at Don't Trust Justin. Uh, send me, you know, send me something board game related. I'm I'm interested. <laughs> I don't know what it is yet, but I'm interested. How about you, Debbie? All right, guys, you can get me at, at Mrs. Wynn. That's at M-R-S-W-H-Y-N on Instagram and Twitter. And you can, uh, sorry, like Tom said, you can get us at CGS Podcast on Twitter. We want to hear from you guys. We want to know what you like, what you don't like. If there's something you think we should try, we want to hear about it. Um, we're not only here to, you know, get through our own cardboard castles, mad, mad castles. Uh, we want to kind of help you guys out so you don't end up drowning in it too. So let us know if there's something you think we should try, something you think we'd like. Um, I will bring it to the table um, I unless I really don't want to play it, and then I'll probably just keep it under wraps. Just not tell anybody. <laughs> wow. I have the power. <laughs> this seems fair. We haven't really heard anything from anybody yet, so I mean, I think you've been keeping a lot of it under wraps. Maybe. <laughs> <laughs> no, uh, we do want to hear from you guys, though. We, we're we here, you know, like I said, not just for us. We're here for you guys, too. So let us know. Let us know that you like it and uh, that you want us to keep making content. Uh, Adam, how about you? Um, guys, you can catch me on um, all social media at For the Win. That's F O R T H E W H Y N. You can also catch me on Twitch, twitch.tv slash for the win. Same spelling. Um, my schedule is slowly getting back to something that resembles normal. Currently, it's kind of like Thursday through Sunday, Thursday, Friday evening, Saturday, Sunday mornings. That's North American um, times. That is subject to change. I apologize as like, you know, um, I have what a few, maybe what six weeks, seven weeks left in this semester. So, uh, and then comes the last semester, which involves, you know, capstone projects, et cetera, et cetera. So that's a thing. Um, but definitely come check me out there. Check me out on all the socials and, uh, yeah, let me know what's going on. Thanks guys. All right. All right. Well, thank you again for listening. Uh, I hope you enjoyed this episode, and I hope you have a great rest of your day. We'll be back at you next week with something fun, unless I get to pick it, in which case it's probably going to suck. Maybe I'll just start leaning into it. Uh, anyway. Just bad games. Yeah, yeah. Just, I'm just going to start Oof. pulling Tom's out the bad game corner. Absolute trash. No. No more, no more unstable unicorns, please. Oh, man, you have no idea the kind of hell I can unleash here. Uh, anyway, <laughs> uh, thanks again, and we'll, we'll, we'll talk to you later. Bye. Right. Bye. 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 Bye.
I'm looking forward to Dixit. Thank you.